When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello. Hello. Just wants to know the truth. Weather. Rocco weather. Weather. All right, welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. You watched what I was going to watch. My roomie said, Hey, do you want to watch this? And I said, No, thank you. Welcome officially to spooky season. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Hocus Pocus 2 with the kids last night. Cute. I have not seen Hocus Pocus. Nor have I. Despite the fact that I have ABC Family, Freeform, all the iterations of the channel where in October it seems to run ad nauseum. For years, I would see Hocus Pocus and I would skip right past and think, nah, I don't don't think so. I don't know why I never stopped to watch it, but I just never did. And then I watched the trailer for Hocus Pocus 2 with my daughter and I said, we should watch this. She was like, yeah, we should watch this. This looks pretty cool. So you have uh, have Bette Midler returning you have Sarah Jessica Parker returning, Kathy Najimy returning, and uh, and it's set in modern time, and it's it was cool, it was well it was well done. I got to tell you, I watched it and knowing peripherally of Hocus Pocus, and mm-hmm. there are diehard Hocus Pocus fans out there, but I knew enough that you know they were the original witches that they came back, so they go back and give you a quick little five minute origin story of how those sisters became the sisters that you see in Hocus Pocus. And then they take you up to modern times. And then there is a spell, something that is unleashed. A candle is lit, and they return to Salem all these years later and are hell-bent on getting some revenge and setting things straight, yada, yada, yada. It's a fun, moves-quick, Halloween-vibe kind of a movie. Okay. I, 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 there were a couple times when I was throwing in whites. My version of throwing in a load of whites, Don, is like checking my fantasy football score. Sure. I won, guys. Thanks for asking. Congrats. And uh, But then I was watching it, and I, I just I dug it. I thought, this is cool. But I got to tell you, Hooks Books 2, it's on Disney+. Plus, Free. It's just a streamer. You don't need to pay for it. Um, I had seen a clip. My daughter and I watched a clip from Hocus Pocus on Disney+. Plus. They didn't have a trailer, so we just watched the clip they had. And then we watch the next one. And I thought to myself, am I this observant in this moment? Having only ever seen a clip of Hocus Pocus, do I know that Kathy and Jimmy's character was talking out of the other side of her mouth in the first movie? <laughs> and is she now talking out of the other side of her mouth in Hocus Pocus 2? And then imagine the pitter-patter of Stevie Boy's heart when I look and I see something in our prep that from you that says, 
Kathy Najimy explains why her smile is backwards right. from the first movie. I didn't I didn't click on it. I wanted you to set the record straight for me. I cannot be the only person who noticed this, so explain. Okay, so in 1993's original Hocus Pocus, she improvised that crooked smile during a shooting. But now she does still have that smile, but it's on the other side. She says it's basically on the other side, mainly because it's too hard for me to do it on the side. I did it on 30 years ago. Interesting. So the way they justify it is because there's a scene at the beginning where Winnie slaps her and her mouth goes to the other side. Is that speaking of Bette Midler's character? And then she slaps me again and it goes to the other side and sticks. Uh Aha. So that's why she knew people were going to deep dive into it. Yeah. And they did. Well, I got to tell you, she's very funny. Kathy and Jimmy. Her, she's just like the quirky offbeat of the sister. Sarah Jessica Parker is the whimsical sort of ditzy la la land witch. And then Bette Midler is holding court. You know, she is the one. She is the powerful one. She's the one who leads these sisters. But I told, I asked the kids, I said, does this make you want to watch Hocus Pocus? And they said yes. Like the original makes them want to go back. Now, here's the problem that they're going to have. The original came out 29 years ago. The new one is in, you know, crystal clear, stunning high definition. The 1993 one will feel like a blurry one to them, as kids nowadays (laughs) call movies from the 90s. And so there might be a little bit of a disconnect there, but I think they're going to dig it. They like witch stuff. Like, The Worst Witch was a Netflix show for a few years. Harry Potter. You know, they like that kind of stuff. I dig it, too. Cute. Okay. That's great. You should Uh, watch it. I I think I will. I like that your roomie wanted to watch it. He's in his, like, 30s? 40s. 40s. Okay, yeah. So yeah, he's right like he, he never watched the first one either. He's like, should we watch oh. both? I go, listen, it's going to be one or the other for this broad. I ain't doing both. <laughs> I think one is the right way to go. Do you have Halloween movies that you watch in October? You don't really even do that with Christmas necessarily. No. Like, no. Um, what about The Nightmare Before Christmas? I've seen it, but no. I, it's not something I do. The only thing I watch is It's a Wonderful Life on Christmas Eve. Mary? <laughs> What do you want the moon, Mary? More on that later. I deep tease. Thank you. Anyway, I watched a movie as well, and that movie is something you will not be watching. It is um, eleven minutes. Oh, that's my time. I like that. Well, it's not eleven minutes long. It is oh. three episodes long, and it is about the Las Vegas. Oh, shooting. I can't watch this. No, no, uh, Donna. the Jason Aldean uh, concert where I don't know it was fifty something people. Um, died the way they did it though is so well done it focuses on i want to say less than 10 people let's even call it like five or six main characters and it tells you their story and it's the story of of um heroism story of how these first responders and and these um off-duty police officers came to try to get this guy when they realized this guy was on the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay, you know, shooting down one guy who was sitting in his house and he's like, I got to get up and go. He was like trained in SWAT and he and a bunch of other guys got up and, and went to get this guy. But also there's a story of a guy who uh, it was a black man at a, at a country concert and he felt out of place because somebody made a comment to him Mm. And then he felt like he was like not having not he wasn't feeling accepted in that moment. Mm. It tells his story about how 
he started helping all these people jump over the fence and try to get them out of harm's way, he gets shot in the neck. And so it tells his story and then it tells a follow up. Did he pass? No. Wow. No. And so now they have, I think every year they have, um, uh, is it Route 91 or Highway 91? I can't remember the name of the festival. Um, they have a get together every year. And so these people recognize one another. It showed you how one woman who was an EMT was helping this girl who was shot in the face. Mm. And she didn't know what happened to her. And so I guess a year later, six months later, she's looking up Googling girl who got shot in the mouth, blah, 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 and found her and how they reconnected. It's oh, just, wow. it's, it so, doesn't talk about the guy okay, so much. So it or doesn't his glorify name. him. I, I appreciate no. that. And that's part of the story is that they refuse to do that. We're out of time, but uh, I, the reason why I feel very hesitant to watch it is it feels like visually, the images would just be too disturbing too soon to watch. Did you? Did it's you feel disturbing, that way but or? I didn't feel like it was so graphic that I couldn't watch it. I did feel, you know, I felt all the feels. Yeah. But I wasn't at any point thinking I can't look. You know, sure. and I just love that they took the angle of, you know, glorifying the people who deserve the glory. Yeah, that's so that's great that they did that. Streaming now on Paramount Plus. If you want to check it out, it's called 11 Minutes. Uh, we'll take a break now. When we come back, we will lift things up. We're going to get into a couple of studies here again. I'm flying blind and finding what Donna has brought <laughs> in the world of study. One in five men. Do this three times a week at work. Dear Lord, I think I know the answer. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. We'll (laughs) find out. We'll find out. When we come back, Donna, Steve, my talk. Okay, we're back. Did you miss us? Thank you. Uh, Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. DJ Rock Lobster club, joins club. us as well. We got a study. Studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Okay. A poll asked 1,000 male office workers. How often they repeat what they wear to work. I was wrong. What did you think it was? I thought it was it was one in five men do this three times a week. And I thought it was maybe, and I'm not trying to be gross, but go number two at work. <laughs> okay, it's not. It is 21% of men wear the same shirt at least three no, times per week. That's Ten percent said they wear the same shirt four times a week. Rocco, you can never get away with that because your shirts are so like like a dress shirt. I mean, seriously, like a it's three times a week. Probably a dress shirt where it's like, okay, look, I'm wearing a blue shirt. I would do that on TV maybe twice where it was like, oh, I wore a blue shirt with a red tie, and then on Friday I can wear a blue shirt or a different jacket, yeah. yeah, or different. Pants. That's crazy. I don't believe this study, Donna. I This it, is within my rights as a broadcaster to call total bullcrap on one per month, and it, I'm calling it now. It's only 21%. It's not like it's 80%. That means one out of five dudes that you walk by is going to wear that shirt again this week. I don't believe that. And not just twice, like four times. You oh, that's 10%. We'll do I might four wear times the same pair okay. of jeans twice in a week. That No, you know what? Not three yes. times, but maybe Monday and then Friday. I could do three or four. With jeans. I don't know why I feel differently about jeans. Frankly, you could argue uh, that I should feel very different about You it. should feel worse about the jeans, I think, because, you yeah, know. What's there? 
I yeah. changed my underpants, Donna. Thanks Under for asking. Pants. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear that. I took a shower this morning, and that's a very rare Monday morning I activity did too, for me. Steve. Underpants. <laughs> I don't feel good about a couple of words. Underpants. I don't feel good about that. Just it feels clunky and like from old olden Tiny. days when you would hang the like little house on the prairie when you're hanging close. I also panties we need to we need to get rid of that word. It makes me feel nervous. It is weird. It All right, well, odd. let's make a list. Oh. Let's make a list. Um, We're adding underpants and panties to the don't say these words anymore. Let's, let's make, make a list. list. Moist. Okay. Yeah, Chunky. Add it, it Rocco. Creamy. Rocco, sounder every time we add a word. Uh, this one? Let's, Let's make, make a list. list. Creamy. Creamy? Nobody likes Let's make, make a list. list. Like that? Yep. Okay. Chunky, we, I agree with you there. Chunky we need is to, fine. No, it's, it has a vomit connotation. Clammy. <laughs> Let's make a list. You're making, me, you're making DJ Rock Lobster work for it today. How about this? Curdled. Oh, yes. Hit it. Oh, let's make a list. I was Rocco, looking for class. Let's make a list. I was trying to get this. I got DJ. Oh, sorry. DJ oh, Red Lobster is like spinning over here. Let's uh, like let's it. hear somebody say chunky from okay. the computer. Let's work on that. Okay. Chunky. Laurel. Uh, here's chunky. And chunky. Oh, say it again. Chunky. 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 <laughs> All right. Now I have a beef. Beefy. Oh. Let's make beefy a beef. Beefy is also. Beefy. Nobody likes that. Beefy. I, um, my neighbor, Brandon, was nice enough to come over and aerate my, l- <laughs> aerate my lawn. Are you about to describe him as beefy? No. Okay. Um, beefy. But he said, you know, hey, just so you know, you need to seed within the next two days or so. And I said, I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, what? I'm like, my water's off, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, Donna. Um, so I have a little thing that looks like you're churning butter, a handheld one that mm. I guess I'm going to use. So I go to one of the big box stores because he said, don't go to the small store at the corner because that's going to be really expensive. Yeah. I go to the big box, mm. go in there. I ask a guy. Guy says, yeah, this should work. You know, it's a sunshade slash shade mix mm-hmm. with fertilizer. Perfect. Nice. I go to pay. I do the self-checkout. Nice. Boop. Boop. Your total is $138. And I said, say what? And I'm like, oh, I think it thinks I bought two. And I go Mm. back and look, and one bag, $109. How many square feet was it supposed to cover? I don't know. That um, That one was 16 pounds. I don't know. I didn't look. He just told me to get 20 pounds. And then I bought a three-pound bag for 20 bucks. Oh, man. That's a lot, right? Yeah. Name brand? Yeah. Starts with an S. See, now I want to... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oversee too. But first of all, now I don't want to now that you said that. But I mean, Steve. What? If you want lush, beautiful lawn next spring, I guess that's a small price to pay. You're absolutely right, and I do. But see, I have a lawn service that comes out. Me too. I used to do that. And so you have to make sure that they haven't put down any weed killer within the last six weeks. So I'd have to get on the phone with them. And Well, that was a problem. So they they had come, but I didn't get the invoice for what they actually did. So my neighbor was like, hey, if they sprayed for weeds, don't you can't put this down because then it's not going to germinate and blah, blah, blah. So I left a message. They called me this morning, said, you're free to seed. It, the weed stuff is long gone. We have an email. We don't have to open the email bag, but Rocco, we will need to make a list. We've had a listener. Listener Krista has added to the list words we don't need to say anymore. Okay. Membrane. Let's make a list. <laughs> membrane. Especially when you're talking about something you're going to eat. Like, okay, make sure you remove the membrane. Also, Donna, you're going <laughs> to get mad at me, but I just want you to know, I just got a note from someone in our sales department after I put them... On notice. Earlier. Because you're the golden boy. No, it's not because I'm the golden boy. <laughs> because you are. I know, I just said it out loud. It's, I, it's, somebody just sent me a note. I won't say who. Hey, wish we luck. And I maybe she means that. Do you think she means wish we luck there? Doesn't matter. Point is, she just reached out to the VP of marketing at fastgrowingtrees.com. Come on! Wow. One time. Could something go my way? What do you mean, one time? Donna. You're a big star. What, what do you mean? Do you I'm want? here with you. <laughs> <laughs> These two things do not compute. Rude. No, I jokey, me likey you. We take a break. When we come back, Money Monday. Kim K is in a load of trouble next. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna and Steve from St. Paul Hotel, where they are presenting a live radio play of It's a Wonderful Life. Mary, Mary, you, you want the moon, Mary? This is so fun. It's December 1st through the 23rd at St. Paul Hotel's Promenade Ballroom. Yeah, the shows include a three-course luncheon for the afternoon performances and a three-course dinner for evening performances. Oh, yeah. By the way, the food is really amazing. This is playwright Joe Landry's acclaimed take on the 1946 Frank Capra classic. It's a Wonderful Life. It's the 16th season at the St. Paul Hotel with your favorite Christmas carols, delicious holiday meal, and the story of George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life, all done as an old-timey radio show. And it's perfect for family and friends. It's uh, an old-fashioned 1940s Christmas, and the shows do sell out, by the way. Yeah, book your seats now online, stpaulhotel.com. Presented by one of my favorite Minnesota nonprofits, Spare Key, helping families bounce, not break with housing assistance. Enjoy the show, and why not spend the night at the St. Paul Hotel? Yeah, they've got a special guest room rate for it. Wow, we're already back. Donna, Steve, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It is a Monday. It's 1130. And you know what that means. It's a money Monday. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. I'm good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Whatever. Well. I like money. Donna, mm-hmm. you're complaining about $130 seed. 
138. Kim Kardashian will pay $1.3 million to the SEC over crypto touting. This was trending on Twitter today. It says Kim K is going to pay uh, specifically $1.26 million over allegations from the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC, that she broke U.S. rules by touting a crypto coin or crypto token without disclosing that she was getting paid for the promotion. Mm, yeah, I guess you have to do that. Yeah, you have to put, you know, like hashtag ad or right. you know, denote that this is a paid partnership. Um, other Because otherwise you could put something out there. And in her case, it goes to so many people. And then they're like, wait a minute, you got to tell people that you're getting paid for that, especially right. in the way it probably gets even more intense in the world of stocks and, uh, and cryptocurrencies in this case. But yeah, that is from uh, Bloomberg putting that out today that she's got to pay up. And, you know, for her, I get it. She makes a ton of money, but that's a, still it's it's big. They say, How about this? The SEC said that Kim Kardashian was paid $250,000 to post on her Instagram account about Emacs tokens, a crypto asset offered by Ethereum Max. She did not admit or deny the regulator's allegations in settling the case, but she just said, hey, oh, yeah. I'll pay the $1.3 Got it. How about that, though? That's a pretty nice, uh, and if that was just a one-off, a one-off social media post of $250,000, I think that's a good rate if you can get it. Yeah, not not bad. You know what I'd not do bad. if that was the case? What's that, Steve? I'd book like five a week for, I don't know, 25 weeks. And then I would retire and you just wouldn't see me anymore. Okay. Because if you did five a week, that'd be $1.25 million mm-hmm. earned per week. Okay. You do that for two weeks? Do that for 25 weeks. Oh, sure. And now you've got like 30 plus million dollars. Oh, yeah. Why would you work? You know, what's the amount that you would walk away and no longer? What's the lottery amount? I always say it's $5 million. I, that, I would say five. After taxes, even you're taking three, home because you can grow that. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you win three million dollars, you invest one point five, and just use the rest for like play money. Yeah, you're good. Last night I spent thirty two dollars on burger and fries, and I don't know why I said burger without a burger. It's okay. I'm trying to save time today. Forgivable offense. I spent thirty two dollars on burger and fries last night. Why? First of all, I got a mad craving that hit me, like hit me. We're watching Hocus Pocus 2. And it was like 930. And I said to Lou, hey, if you want Mexican, I'm going to put in an order right now for DoorDash. I don't DoorDash often when I'm home. She said, no, I'm good. I hadn't eaten since about two o'clock. It was like 930 and I was feeling really hungry, really hungry. And then I go and I look and I'm like, who's open? Not a lot of places. Yada, yada, yada. I end up finding... Mr. Beast Burger. Mr. Beast is a YouTuber. It's a YouTube channel. It's this guy who uh, is known for, he's very fun. He's got his group of buddies. And in many videos, Donna, it'll be like, we're giving away tons of money. Like we're going in and now we're just going to hand somebody $10,000. We're going to give away like just these huge acts of generosity that his partners meaning his uh, advertising partners say, hey, yeah, we'll pony up so that you here's the money. You can give this money away. And then mention, hey, big thanks to blah, blah, blah. Fill in company name here. Okay, so let me get this straight. I know. You want a burger. Mm-hmm. So you Google 
where to find a burger. I go on DoorDash and see who's open and delivering. Okay. Then you see Mr. Beast Burger, mm-hmm. who you probably didn't realize sold burgers. If I knew it, it was in the far <laughs> recesses of my mind, and I feel like it was only recently that this, A, that he started doing this, but B, that we've had a location that operates out of Chanhassen. And by the way, hmm. I am pretty sure, because I looked it up, like, where is this place? I'm pretty sure that it's a ghost kitchen. So they don't have a formal brick and mortar, I think. Yeah. Okay. That it's just a delivery. It's just ordered by delivery. So I had to pay a $7 delivery fee. Okay, there's $7. Plus whatever the processing stuff is. You're the only person eating? Yeah, I got a beast-style burger. That's nine forty nine. Okay, not bad. And then I got beast-style fries. I could have got normal crinkle cut, but the beast-style fries are crinkle cut fries and bacon, cheese, pickles, Okay. Loaded fries. What so those were get? six twenty nine, and then the burger was ten bucks. So there's like sixteen dollars on food, then the seven dollars on delivery. Oh yeah, there's thirty, and then a tip, sure. and then all of it by the time processing fee, whatever DoorDash, I don't know. By the time it gets to my door, about forty minutes later, it was thirty two dollars. Yeah, it was three up. patties of a smash burger that were on the. It, I got to tell you, I only asked for the two patties. They threw a third. It's Mr. Beast. He's giving. It was so good. It was like a greasy, heavy, I just wanted to just plow this burger. I mean, it was just fantastic. It, it was pickles? so good. It had pickles. I think it was. I think it had pickles. All right. Great. It was so good. But my son, 10 years old, he says, when they first open, a la Mr. Beast style, people were ordering and you didn't know if in it you had ten thousand dollars. Oh, fun. you know, or like a golden wrapper or something right. like that. Oh, cool. My question is, how do you get the delivery team to agree to that? Right? If it's all delivery, aren't you like wanting to look in the bag if you're a delivery person to try to snag something? Yes, absolutely. Anyway, oh, I'm. I had a Mr. Sorry, you know what? Maybe your delivery guy has ten thousand dollars taken out of your bag. I'm you, just saying. Oh, that'd be a bummer. What do you do? You're big time now. Don't worry That's, about it. Again, I am here with you. Um, we're doing it. We are blue collar people. That's because you like me. That's why you stay. You're not doing it for the money. <laughs> Donna. Clearly. No, this is act of service to the community. Hmm. Can I? I'm just going to claim all of this as volunteer hours this year when Dan asks. <laughs> so what you want me to do? That's coming up, you know. It's October, end of the year. Dan will ask us, where did you volunteer this year? And you'll be like, right here. <laughs> See that one over there? I've helped her. Yes. No, we've, you've helped me, Donna. I, was in, I, I didn't, hadn't done any radio six or seven years ago when I first stumbled in here and started doing Steve O'Clock. Remember the Steve O'Clock intro? Oh, Rocco? that's right. Those is are that, good. Is that anywhere? Could we ever find that? That'd be a good one to find. That was fun. Rocco crushed the Steve O'Clock intro back in the day. By the way, another thing in Money Monday... Pickleball is just making a ton. I keep opening my email, and there's another email about pickleball and the business of pickleball. I mean, it's just really, it's going gangbusters, Donna. It's not going anywhere. People are just going to continue. We should start a team. Project Down and Dirty Pickleball. There is a professional pickleball league in uh, that, like LeBron James, I mentioned this last week, now owns a team. 
of pickleball, like a pickleball team. So does Brene Brown owns a pickleball no, team. No, really? No kidding. Oh, funny. Um, yeah, Gary V, Drew Brees, all team owners. Here's a number for you. A $180 million effort is underway to build at least 15 private pickleball clubs in Florida alone. Now, tennis people, tennis aficionados who are watching their courts get converted into pickleball courts are wondering what's going to happen if pickleball dies out and sort of goes the way of racquetball, where racquetball was really big. I loved racquetball. And now it's like, well, wait a minute, not as hot anymore. You don't go to a lot of clubs where there are racquetball courts. Hang on, need to check in with Rocco, who I think is laughing at <laughs> I'm you. I'm laughing at my own intros. These are funny. I forgot about these. Oh, I thought you were laughing at the idea of Donna playing racquetball. No, I found Dude, the Steve O'Clock intros. We had two Steve O'Clock intros. Oh, my God. Right? We had like 12. Let's play uh, one. Here's Donna, uh, remember, you used to only have to deal with me for a half hour, like two days a week. Here's one. I'm Donna Valentine. I'm Marley McMillan. I'm Shelley Duvall. I'm Steve Patterson. I'm Wilford Brimley. I'm a loser. And this. And this. And this. Is Steve Rock. That's pretty yeah, funny. That's fun. Here's another one. I'm Donna Valentine. I'm Marley McMillan. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm Steve Patterson. <laughs> and this. And this. And this. It's two o'clock. Those are fun. There's like twenty of those. That's pretty fun. Those are good. Uh, By the way, can I just throw this in while we're talking about money? Yeah. Um, We have sold over one thousand streaming tickets for Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. That number is going to continue to grow. We've Um, sold a thousand. Yeah. I gotta That's tell you, awesome. man. We I watched our movie like three times over the weekend. Did you guys? Yeah, kids yeah. kept asking. They were like, "Don't tell me what happens next." It it's pretty awesome. funny, but I'm also looking forward to rewatching because we only got we got to see ours a couple times. But I I'd like to watch Jason's again. I want. I watch, would too. And when I say Jason, I mean Jason, Alexis, and Don. Yeah. Um, the other ones, they're both all they're four all brought came from a different direction. Totally. And they deliver. They really, really are funny. I love the way Colleen and Bradley incorporated what we do here yeah. and what they do on their show with telling a story. Very, very smart what they did. I love that. Hey, over a thousand um, tickets. That's 10 grand for our charities. So we're up to $120,000 right now um, because we had online donations and add in uh, ticket sales, Oh, awesome. you know, and yeah. then oh, the streaming so cool. tickets. So this is absolutely fantastic. Thank Amazing. you guys. If you want to watch the movie, you'll be sent a link. Just go to mytalk1071.com. Costs you 10 bucks, but it goes to four great charities. Yeah, and then you'll always be able to watch these movies, you know? It's like it's like owning a digital copy. It's like owning an NFT. But different. Rocco. And by the way, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Is I was just going to say, that thing actually counted as non-fungible token. Oh, right, just hit the outro. Go. Just hit the outro. Uh, okay, sure. It was quickly NFT. There you be, the news of NFTs. They're so non-fungible. My John's non-fungible. Now you know the deal on NFTs. So fun. I was just going to say, for people who are still asking, um, that was Ranham Bowling Alley where we shot our film absolutely fantastic it's downstairs from the nook i didn't even know that was there oh god i was there i my friends and i would go there like when we were in our late 30s and just hang out and just go down there and love that place you gotta go if you like bowling and if you like vintage old school things 
you have got to go to Ranham. Under the, go go eat at the Nook, right? Have your Juicy Lucy. Or right. you can eat downstairs next to the bowling alley. But the bowling alley, it's like it was preserved in a time capsule. And it is, I was saying at one point, I said, you could imagine Disney trying to mimic this and putting it in a restaurant or yes. at a hotel. Yes. But it would not have, it would look good. But it wouldn't have the vintage vibes that were there. We went behind the bowling alley, and Mike from uh, from Branham he showed us all around, and he took us behind where the like behind where the pins are, and there was a guy back there who just works the old school <laughs> lanes. They got five lanes. We didn't even know he was there. He just popped up and had a mustache, and we we're like, "You're here!" What? And it was just like an old school way of doing it, making sure that the the bowling alley. The individual lanes are functioning all day. I was like, this it's just a cool, cool vibe down there. So go next bowling out and go and check it out. Ranham um, down below the nook in St. Yeah, Paul. Fantastic. All right, when we come back, um, what? We find out something that Christian Bale wants to do. Uh, a movie franchise that I never thought he would want to join. Me either, but I, but I like he wants it. wants to join. And uh, then what's the soup? Oh, yeah, we'll call the final stretch, you guys, of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Woo! Okay, um, tell me about Christian Bale. What's going on? I'm so interested. I just, are you really? Yeah, I love him. I, I love him too. I loved him as Batman in the Batman. Dark Knight. Do it again. <laughs> I'm Batman. Nice. You sound <laughs> just like I know. Him, it's Donna. like he's here. It's crazy. Yeah, that was. Oh fun. my god, the phone's ringing. Agents calling oh, all over no. the Twin Cities. Guys, sorry, unavailable on the casino tour. Thanks. Where is he? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't Christian Bale reveals uh, the one Star Wars role that could persuade him. To join the Disney franchise, and it's kind of a joke because it actually sounds like he just kind of wants to get into it. But he had said, and if you're a Star Wars fan, you know, he said, all I ever wanted in Star Wars was to be in a Star Wars outfit and hit my head on a door or something as I walked through. Because there's a famous blooper of stormtroopers walking through, and I think it's from the very first movie, A New Hope, I think, uh, but a stormtrooper walking through and hits his head on the doorway and then like, think, and then you see him duck through. It's during a very like intense scene. It was a blooper that they did not catch. So that's what he's that's referencing. Funny. So he's throwing that out for all the, as he says, the real nerds who watch Star Wars way too many times already always knew about that one scene where the stormtrooper hits his head on the door as he comes through. I wanted to be that guy. That was it. But here's what he goes on to say, which I think is exciting for Star Wars fans. But look, if I'm fortunate enough to be more than that, oh man, yeah, what a delight that would be. I've still got the figures from when I was little. I also know Kathy Kennedy very well because she was working with Spielberg when I did Empire of the Sun, and now she runs the Star Wars universe. Wow. Okay. I mean... It's good it, to know people, I guess. It's kind of funny that Christian Bale, who I, I would imagine has all the possible clout that an actor, a serious actor could have or need in Hollywood, is throwing out in an interview, like, I also knew Kathy Kennedy, and, you know, like, she, I used to work with her, and, like, now she works yeah, with them, so, like, dropping. maybe... Okay, Christian. It's just like, you know, you could probably... Drop something. Okay. You know. Yeah. Nobody just, thinks they're as big as they actually are. That's true. And most people are more insecure than they let on. Correct. You know? I sure do. What do you want me to do? Let's call and find out what the soup is. All right. Let's take a guess. Um, it is beef taco bar for the entree. Okay. I'm going to say... It's going to be some veggie thing, some tomato-y thing to go with that. I'm going to say they doubled down and went chicken tortilla. 
Oh, that might be. All right, let's see. And okay. how many sitting soups do we need to four? Oh, gosh, four sitting soups that ended up raising nearly three thousand dollars. <laughs> That's so great. Thank you it's again, everybody. Great. Yes, thanks everybody who donated. Um, it was just awesome. Um, right. Okay, it's going to be something tomatoey for sure. All right, I'll talk to Alice. Okay. <clears throat> Brenda. Alice, hey, Stevie boy from My Talk 1071. How are you? Good. All right, wonderful. Uh, it's that time of day. We like to let our listeners know what the soup is in the Hubbard cafeteria. Could you please pass us through to the cafeteria? Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> She's always so nice. She yes. Said, yes. All right. Uh, now I'm we'll going to go with tomato. It's going to be some tomato bisque yeah, or did, vegetables. Do they like counter program probably the entree? You're probably yeah, right. Yeah, maybe. Why don't we guess first? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Brian, oh, you know it's us. On Come Monday. on. You know it's us. Don't be a dillweed. Pick Your up the call phone. Your call is being no. forwarded ah. to a MyTel voice. No, Brian! Honestly, why? <laughs> how many people, how many people, and I'm asking this question, how many people can we turn into stars in the Twin Cities? DJ Rock you Lobster. You with me, well, yeah. is Ryan Perpich a star? Yeah, well, we yeah, people star. Went yeah. Did he show up Friday night? Chili dog. Yeah, we, he was there. I didn't see him. I never yeah, saw he him. said hi, but I was like being rushed off by um, Aunt Lydia. Oh, yeah. To yeah. the freaking yeah. Q&A. We made him a star. Call him, let's call him again. Do we we got, why don't we know no, the phone number? No, because we can't bother Alice again. Alice is doing, what do you think she's doing? Securing the press. She's watching Gunsmoke right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a Hubbard property. Uh, it's on the uh, TV or something. Icons or okay, fine. What was your apple? What was your onion? Well, uh, you know, my apple was me telling you about my apple of the weekend, which was... Going to Minnesota Harvest. Love it. With just my little girl, my seven-year-old. Um, and it's rare for me to do one-on-one things with the kids because we got four kids and, you know, busy lives and all that. Um, and it was great. It happened by default. Other kids had stuff going on that day, and Lou had to stay home and navigate stuff with them, and I had to be at this thing. So it was a happy accident, but it was a good reminder of carve-out time to connect with your kids one-on-one Love if you can. It. That was hour one of our show today. Onion? Um, Onion is probably Brian not picking up. I really <laughs> felt like the whole show was vibing pretty well. And then he came and, you know, disrespected us at the end. He sure did. Uh, my apple was uh, talking about Dawn being trapped in the men's room as if she could mm-hmm. never get out. Like she had to live there. Um, when, in <laughs> fact, the door was always unlocked. There were just men in there, and she was in a stall. So that was an hour one, and if you see something, say something. And I would say my onion is Matt Belanger talking about that tragic plane crash oh, in yeah, Duluth. that was tough, man. That's hour that's two. Tough. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster, okay, Apple say, and Onion. I'd say my onion was that I wasn't with you guys in the 9 o'clock hour. I got so used to hanging, you Aww. know, that, that first hour last week. I missed you. I got stuff done. That was we fun. Uh, I think my apple was uh, catching a swear word in a, one of our bumper songs and it's just <gasps> saving the day, making sure we didn't get fined. You know, not all heroes wear capes, Rocco. That's right, Rocco. They wear Honest weird shirts sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like they have yours. a general uh, disheveled appearance. Thank you. So Correct. as to, you know, not raise uh, suspicion of anyone. People need to get the streaming code because our movie is pretty good and everybody else's is also pretty good. Yeah, that's great. Everyone's Everyone did a great job and every movie is so different from the last one. Right? 
And That's if people so love true. our show, you're going to so love true. our little Easter eggs and little love letters to you. You know what? It's funny. I didn't even realize until I watched it as it was getting put together that there was a point where there was a callback to a slow jam. That I didn't yeah, even I thought realize. about that too. I was like, oh, oh that's yeah. smart. Oh, yeah. look at that right there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The, this is the coolest, the 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 greatest um, seal of approval for our movie was I showed it to my kids and my seven year old. At one point, I had already watched it with Lou and one of my other kids. And my seven year old said to Lou, "Don't tell me what happens here," because Aww. she was like digging the story. Kristen and Justin Shock of Above the Line Entertainment, our filmmakers, they they know how to just tell a story that anyone can get into. Whether you've watched our show ever or not, there was a story that any audience would just sort of follow along and right. want to see how it ends. And they were really good about that. They were they yeah. reeled us in and said, "You know what? We got ten minutes. Let's here's less is more." Yes. And boy, they did a great job. They really did. Thank you. Um, good day. Yeah, good day, everyone. We have things to do. We have to go. We have to go get soup. Mystery soup. Mystery soup. Find out what it is. We'll let, we'll lead our show with that tomorrow. <laughs> yes, riveting. What was the soup? Well, Call back. Just in case we need content, or yeah. even if we don't. Uh, Kalina Bradley will be coming in next. But listen anyway. And then yeah, we've got Lori and Julia coming in from 3 to 6. On behalf of all of us at My Talk, thank you so much for hanging out with us at Project Down and Dirty and helping us raise money. More fun coming up. Woo-hoo! Cobra in next. Bye.